This is American Real, where we aim to inspire, empower, and enlighten you through the stories of our guests. Here's your host, Roger Brooks. talk about vulnerability of expressing your inner self to be able to get vulnerable and do that because it's not easy to do that and and put yourself out i feel like a lot of times people when they talk to you and i noticed this like, like for years people say do you know what i mean because people want to know you understand what they mean because they ultimately feel alone in the world and they want someone to understand them at the level that they're feeling so that's very important when you become vulnerable, you're actually connecting with other people that know what you mean. I feel like they feel what you feel. At the end of the day, everybody's actually feeling the same things, but they don't can't verbalize it. So if you put it into words, they feel accompanied in whatever journey that they are in. Because they say, hey, I feel like that too. This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Emma Yorles McDonald. You are a Pan-American poet and best-selling author of the books A Tangle to Life, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Roger. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here today. I can't wait to talk about your books. I have them here. This is Volume 1, Volume 2. Volume three, they are so colorful. And what I love about them, Emma, is that they're so unique. I have never seen, you know, a series like this, which is a combination of, of wow. imagery and, and, and your drawings, as well as just the create, you know, the creativity that you put into this. So I'd love to, you know, I'd love to start out with when was the first time you thought about this whole project? Like, how long has this been brewing with you? Well, I um, since college, I've been thinking I'm writing. It's not homework. Um, maybe I should just put 100 pages together and send them in. And I was thinking about that my whole life. Like, maybe just put a couple poems together and send them to a publisher. But I didn't do anything about it. So when my son turned 18, he said the same words. I'm writing for no reason. I'm in college. Nobody's making me write. I should put a hundred pages together and send them into a publisher. So when he said those words, it made me feel like I didn't complete what I had said because he went ahead and put it together and he actually sent it to a publisher, but the we took it back because we didn't have experience on who the publisher was. And in that time frame he decided he wanted to write more he wasn't ready to send them in so I started just saying okay I'm going to put those 100 pages together started writing them took all poetry I had already and started making more poetry and I had enough material I said oh I have 100 pages but when I sent the same thing happened to me I sent it to a publisher I didn't trust it the publisher I took them back and then I said hey let me just draw one picture. I started with just doing one drawing. And from there I said, okay, I will do a few drawings throughout the book. I don't want to be monotonous. So I actually split them in three. That's why there's three volumes. Just amazing. Yeah. And like I said, the, 
the, I just want to show the audience here the, the colors and the imagery right. that you put together. It's so unique and it's so you, right? That's that's what I feel is I, I feel your persona coming through these pages, both in the words and in the imagery. Is that was obviously that was your original intention. Yeah, I would just it's coming from me and it's what I feel. So I feel like it's it's whatever I think about comes out. Like if I'm mad at my kids, the poem will come out. If I'm happy, that's what's going to come out. If I'm sad because of a death, it's going to come out. So it's based on everyday feelings that everybody has. I think it's, you know, not only me, but I feel that the emotions are very universal. It's not just me thinking these things. I feel everybody feels like this. And it's in a simple, delivered, pretty simple language. And you feel the same thing. It's like having a conversation, basically. Yeah, and that's your, so, that's your style, which is, uh, again, very refreshing. From the standpoint of the poetry itself, um, where does that come from? Have you been writing poetry your whole life? Is this something, you know, that, that and, and I know you said you went back and you, you, you brought back some poems, but are, is this a combination of poems that are more recent as well as, as some that have, that you've compiled over the years? Yes, it's been poems throughout the years with different things that have happened to me or regular life. Maybe since a little bit before college, I started writing. And um, through the years, through all experiences, divorce, having kids, whatever the situation, I would just write. And when I started writing again, I noticed that my writing was more sh like a shorter, more jokier version, like a laughing about life more than being that deep about life, but still like giving the message of what I'm saying, but in a fun, short way. So the style sort of changed. I still try to go back to that, but it's that's what's coming out right now. So if you see the long ones, they're mostly older versions, I think, of the of the book, you know, of the poetry. And when you see the short, snappy ones that are a little bit, sometimes a little bit, you know, not too couth or maybe there's a little dab of bad language or something in it, then that's the now. So that's great. And what is the feedback <laughs> you're receiving from both friends and family, as well as the marketplace itself? Okay, the people that I know, I mean, I got good reviews, but the people that I personally know that have ordered the books have really loved it. I had a, the mom of a good friend of my son that has called me about four times to tell me how much she loved it and that she was reading it to her mom because there's a couple Spanish poems she read them to her mom and the mom loved it as well, which is an older lady. So I feel that it targets all ages. It's not just, it's delivered as, because of the colors, it looks like it's infantile, but I think it hits different age groups 
like a person in college would enjoy it because of the snappiness of some of the poetry. Somebody older could see, hey, I got divorced. I feel that about this. You know, it it hits all the stages because I did it through a long time period of time, some of them. So it hits all those stages. So, yeah. but I have gotten very positive feedbacks from the people that have ordered them. That's great. Which makes me very excited. You know, that's the goal. So no, no doubt. Um, and how did you feel when the book became a bestseller? Um, extremely excited. I couldn't believe it. And um, it's just very exciting. It's the whole thing. That's what you dream about. You dream about writing a book for the book to become a bestseller. You dream about people connecting with you and enjoying what they're seeing because you want that connection. It's more it's a connection with others, yet you're sort of having therapy for yourself because you're able to express yourself and you connect with others, which could be therapy for them as well. And a lot of it was because I wanted to dedicate it to my children so they can, a lot of it is what I think about life itself. So if they have a question about how I feel about something it's in here and they're in here as well because I did put my kids in there because I wanted it as a memoir for my family so when I'm not here the pictures are here I even put like a sonogram of my son and things like that that are memorable so that's more or less what the idea of it is no, that's great. And yeah. you talked early on about uh, your son, you know, um, submitting his works to to a publisher and um, you know, then you compiled your works. But if you can talk a little, because I know there's a lot of people out there who are probably listening. Mm -hmm. You know, there's many people that write poetry and have always wanted to do something like this. Right. But it's always right. the thought, kind of like you said, you know, for right. most your life was. And then and then you just. Right. But talk about the experience of actually taking that next step and mm -hmm. making the commitment and the sacrifice right. to actually do it. And then the process of start to finish, because it's not easy, as we both know. Right, uh, right. Talk about that experience, if you can. Okay. Um, when you're writing, you want to finish it. But in the back of your mind, you know it's difficult to actually finish it and give it to a publisher. To me, the hardest part was finding a publisher that I trusted, because that held me back. And I had a few unfinished poems, but that was not the big obstacle. The big obstacle for me was trusting somebody that I can send the work to that I felt safe and that I felt it was a simple process. So when you called me, I automatically knew just by your voice. I had not seen you on the internet. Like now I see you all the time, but I had seen a questionnaire on Facebook and I filled it out, not even believing that it was going to be good. So then I got your phone call. It was like a Saturday and I got the phone call, but just your voice and the way you spoke, I knew a hundred percent. Like your, your soul tells you when a person is, a legitimate person, your voice, the words you used, 
um, how simple you made it. It wasn't a hard job. Um, like the other companies were very difficult. It was a long explanation. They were, and they didn't know what they were talking about. You were already an author. You have gone through it. And you knew exactly what you were talking about. So that made me think, hey, I'm, I'm ready. You know, even if I had a few pages left, I knew that I could do it through you. So that's what helped me wrap it up. Just the fact that I could trust somebody with my work. So, and it was a very good experience. Everybody in the staff was on point. The other Roger was excellent. Um, Eva was excellent, all of them. And I am very grateful because that made my dream come true. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have wrapped it up that quickly and efficiently. So that helped me a lot. No, that's great. And I, I, I so appreciate your kind words. And, you know, going into your product or project on our side, you know, again, we had no idea it was going to turn out like this, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a, right. This is artwork in and of itself. And every, every book, in my opinion, is a piece of art, but your books took it to the other extreme where, you know, typically we're, we're publishing books that are mostly text and right. to be able to have the opportunity to work on a project like yours. I just want to let you know that we also feel um, you know, very special to have worked with you, you. To be able to create this project because it is so unique. And I almost feel like you've created something new here, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that write poetry. Um, there's a lot of people that do illustrations and, and, and paintings, but you were able to put it together, you know, in such a way that although, you know, to use your words, it, it could be considered somewhat childlike. It's to me, it, it does appeal to the masses, right? Which it's right. Just, just wonderful. And I just want to show people, you know, some of the, these these images. So great job, um, you know, very proud part of this and associated with you um, as well. So a uh, couple more questions, Emma, about, sure. about um, the book and, and, and the content. And we'd love for you to read something for us uh, here shortly too, but can you talk about, um, the vulnerability of expressing your inner self. You know, you really, you know, and you mentioned some of the different, uh, you know, components. So maybe one day it's about death. Another day it could be a, a happy poem. But to be able to get vulnerable and do that, talk talk, talk to us about that. Because it's not easy to to do that and, and put yourself out. Okay. I feel like a lot of times... Um, people when they talk to you and I noticed this like, like for years people say do you know what I mean because people want to know that you know that you understand what they mean because they ultimately feel alone in the world and they want someone to understand them at the level that they're feeling so that's very important right there so when you become vulnerable you're actually connecting with other people that know what you mean. 
I feel like they feel what you feel. And at the end of the day, everybody's actually feeling the same things, but they don't can't verbalize it. So if you put it into words, they feel accompanied in whatever journey that they are in. Because they say, hey, I feel like that too. I do feel this thing because of death. I do feel like this because of love or divorce or whatever the major, I had a child, I'm happy about it. I'm, you know, whatever the feeling is, is a human feeling. And we're all connected by our humanness. So it's when you put yourself out there, you're actually helping yourself because you connect with yourself of what you feel, which you weren't able to say it and it's trapped inside of you. So when somebody reads what you say and they connect with that, they feel what you felt and you bec you're bonded in a way. So it's a little bit embarrassing when you think about it, like putting your feelings out there because people want to be private and you don't want to be judged. But at the end of the day, you're actually giving of yourself something that's going to connect with someone else. So it's very satisfying to get it out. That's what I think that's... Yeah, no, and that's very apparent, uh, again, in your work. And, um, you know, you talk about the power of connection. And um, mm -hmm. uh, curious, just, you know, I, I guess, from a, a societal level, um, how do you, how do you view the world today? And it almost seems like, whether it's government or the media, like, they're trying to tear the connection apart versus bring mm -hmm. us together right we've i see what you mean yeah. yeah i mean we've come so far as a country and uh right and i think i agree with you like i think most people feel connected with others and want to be connected with others i think right. people, they want to yeah I, I don't think most people um and of course there's still racism in our country right there's still this and that of course but for the most part i think people genuinely appreciate other people's cultures. Like, I love the fact mm -hmm. that you're from Panama. Mm -hmm. You bring a whole flavor of, of your upbringing, right, to your mm -hmm. That's unique. I can't do that, but I could experience it through your words. So I was just curious on a, you know, from, from a standpoint of being a, a, an author, um, you know, mm -hmm. how can we get past some of this chaos that we're, we're living mm -hmm. is it just doing the things that you're doing and and being ourselves well sometimes people can't be themselves because they feel they're going to be judged so and the reason they are not themselves is because they think that people don't like whatever they have to offer but the truth is people are people i don't care where you go you come from pa i come from panama okay but i have an the American side of myself, and I have the Latin side of myself because um, I grew up in, my first language is Spanish. So I grew up till maybe five years old, speaking Spanish only. My dad would read me something, Dr. Seuss. I said, no, do it in Spanish, no English. So then they put me in American school and I grew up in the, in the American system. But then when you go home, you have 
the Hispanic culture thrown in with the American culture yet because of my father and the school, but you still have the morals and the values more of a Hispanic country, which is more conservative. But as we, I feel like the media, which, you know, there's always an opinion, but the fact that we don't connect is when you connect with somebody, you have more power because you learn from someone else, number one, and the support of someone else helps you improve your life. So when a lot of the, it's even better not to even watch the news because it's a control mechanism. Like it's controlling you to think the way the media wants you to think. The world is not that bad. It's, we're seeing the worst of everything. So then when you approach someone else, you have all that information that is negative inside of you and you approach it with, separation because you figure we're are separate we're not the same we're against each other when it's not true we're all connected because we're humans because we have the same experiences and we are actually one and the beauty of the differences is what makes life fun if we're all the same then what the hell you're bored who wants to be the same you know, you want to see that someone says something different. You want to see someone else's expressions, how they feel about different things. That's what's fun in life. And we're losing out on that because we're so careful to not express ourselves in the way we want to express ourselves. We, it's politically correct not to say this. You can't say, hey, Merry Christmas. If I want to see, say Merry Christmas, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. I'm not going to not say Merry Christmas. I don't feel like that offends somebody. You tell me happy holidays if you want to. And I shouldn't be offended by that. That's just who you are. So I feel like that's the media has us tainted a little bit that we think that we can't open up when we're actually really similar. We're the same, actually. You wake up in the morning, you have pretty much, and then you think, wow, you know, like, this person, whatever, is the president of blah, blah, blah. But that person is a person still that still has to wake up, still has to take a shower, put some pants on. <laughs> he doesn't get any bonus because you're the president. You still have to feel what you feel. He could be tired, but he still has to get up and all those things. So when you talk to somebody that's different from you, you realize how, how alike you are. So... That's what I feel. Oh, so well said. I don't know that answered. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah. the one thing that really stood out there is it reminds me of the old quote, you know, variety is the spice of life, right? We Oh yeah, yeah. Variety. I mean, that I mean, it kind of coincides with your whole um, you know, theme, a tangle to life, right? That's that's the variety. Yeah. That's the dance, right? Right. We're in the dance to dance. Oh. We're not in the dance to get to the other side of the floor. Exactly. Or to stand still like that and right. have someone twirl around you. It's the dance itself. He gives you, somebody gives you something and you give something back. You dip down and then someone picks you up or you're the one that picks someone up. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we're there to help each other, to, to dance together and help each other in our dips. 
yes. and are rising. When you're up, you should have people to congratulate you. And when you're down, you should have people to help you come up. Yeah. So, yeah. and at the same time, listen to music of your, your heart and know that everything's going to be okay. Because at the end, things turn out to be okay because when things are not that great, you're actually learning something that's going to make your life better in the future. So, you know, those dips are important. Yeah. And you want to have them. I know at the time you don't want to, but then you look back and say, yeah, if it wasn't for this, I, this wouldn't have happened to me. So. Right. And I think you just summed up, you know, everything in life, right? Everything, <laughs> everything is a, a, a wave and a trough, right? Uh, a high, right. low point. And it's, and it's in between right. that. And, and we are vibration. Everything's a vibration in life. So when right. you do see a friend that's down or a family member that's down, it's our job to help pick them up. Just as when we're down, yeah. it helps to pick us up. So exactly. Very well explained. Uh, and I love how it ties in with the theme of your of your series of of your books. Thank you. Um, so, look, would you mind reading something, you know, one of your poems to us, so we could get a a flavor? Um, oh, this one's sort of cute right here, half empty. Okay. And it has two guys looking at each other. One has a negative, and one has a positive. Okay. You say it's half empty. I say it's half full. You see an old lady. I see a bull. You say it's half empty. Maybe that's your soul that refuses to see much, much more. You say half empty. I say half full. You look from the top. I look from the top. You look from the floor. You say half empty. I say half full. You became that old lady. I became the bull. So you have two little guys, you know, fighting it out or whatever. So it's like a short little, you know, and of course, it's just a little idea. And then I put my kids in the book as well, because I want them to be able to know that I love them. Like, this is proud mama. This is my son, Ben. You know, so he knows and he can show it to his kids. Hey, this is your grandmother. You know, I plan to be here a long time, but. Would you like to read that one? You know, um, yeah, why not? It's just a short little proud mama. I'm the proud, I am proud of my son, Ben. I will say it to the end. He works hard, sets his goals high, sometimes higher than the sky. I am a proud mama, can't you see, when I have my son right in front of me. My love for him just overflows. I think he doesn't even know. Well, now I will make it clear before from this earth I disappear. I love you more than you'll ever know. I love you more than you'll ever know. And the reason I did this like that is you know how you have sons and they always think you love the other one more than the other one? Like they're always like, right. he loves you, you do this for him. No matter what you do, they always think you prefer the other one. So the last, when I had a conversation with him that was recent, he thought I favored the other one, Jordan. And I said, I don't favor anybody. I love you guys in a different way because of your personalities. So that's why this is just simple. It's not complicated, but I know that he has to come back to that. That was for him. 
It wasn't really for the public. It was for me to tell him and that he remembers. So that one was, you know, just a, and I'm sure all moms, you know, are proud. And they, you know, the kids don't know it, how proud you really are. Even when they fail and, you know, you, you're you proud that they tried and, you know, so. Wonderful. That's a simple one. Yeah. Are there any others you'd like to read? Actually, the third book to me to, was the funnest one because I put a lot of things that I liked. Um, yeah, that one. I put Spanish too. Some of them are Spanish. This one is, you know, a little bit. A thief was here. And it's a little bit about, you know, when you're disappointed in a relationship, you know, you feel like you were taken advantage of or whatever. A thief was here. He tiptoed in and took my heart. Then he trampled on my soul. A thief was here only to take a picture of my perfect smile and shatter it into a million pieces. A thief was here, scrambling my every thought, making me question my every belief, making me look behind my shoulder. A thief was here, stealing my self-esteem, my pride, running out running away with my dreams. A thief was here, I caught him red-handed. And when I did, he ran away, just like a thief. And then they have two little thieves in the house or whatever. So that's just a, another short one, you know. And I, I feel they're enjoyable, you know, it's like. And relatable, like you said. And relatable. Yeah. This one's sort of funny because I woke up one day and I don't know why I even thought of it. Would the would God forgive the devil? Great. And it's about, you know, like it's a thought because in Christian religion or in Catholic, they say if you repent, you're forgiven. So it doesn't matter what you've done. I've heard if you're a murderer and you just at the last minute they tell you, you tell God I'm sorry, you go to heaven. So then I thought, hey, the devil, would God forgive the devil? You know, I just thought of that. So would God forgive the devil? God forgives us all, the short or the tall, the black and the white, the dumb and the bright. But I always wondered, I always asked my mind, if God is so forgiving and if God is so kind, would he forgive the devil? Would he let him slide? That question burns in my mind. If the devil came to God, got on his knees and would ask God, please, 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 would God raise his hand and say you're forgiven because you are a son of mine? We are all forgiven in this world. The young, the old, the weak, the bold, the black, the white, the dumb, the bright, the brave, the scared, the heavy, the light. But when it comes to the devil asking on his knees, and if the devil begged, please, 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 would God say okay and appease? God said he would forgive us all as long as we repent. As long as we ask for forgiveness, his forgiveness is seven heaven sent. But when it comes to the devil, will he let him slide? Or will he say, sorry, you're not forgiven. Go back to hell, you slime. <laughs> you know, like. Just, <laughs> I think, you know what? I think, <laughs> I think your father reading you Dr. Seuss had some influence on that poem. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I hear Dr. Yeah. Seuss coming through the words. That's great. <laughs> that's wow. Okay, that's great. 
So great, Emma. But anyway, I enjoyed all this. So yeah, no, it's 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 wonderful work. I um, you know, I was curious to get your thoughts on. Again, earlier we talked about people that have ideas like this but never actually follow mm-hmm. through on it. So mm-hmm. if if someone listening or watching is on the fence, right, and they they want to do something similar that you did, but they just don't have the mm-hmm. courage or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what what advice would you give them? I would say do your best every day. Do something. Don't say I can't do it. It's too much. Instead of trying to assimilate the whole project in your head, take it one step at a time. Sit down. Write what you have to write. Do co- Commit yourself to a certain amount of time per day to do a certain amount and stick to it. And before you know it, it's going to accumulate. You're going to say, wow, I did so much. you know. And before you know it, you're going to have enough to, for a book. And that's really the most important thing, to stick to something and not give up. Because you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have days that you don't want to do it. You just have to continue to do it and try your best every day. But the day that you can't do it, you forgive yourself. The next day you go and you keep going. And that's really, the, uh, what's it called? Commit, Not commitment, um, perseverance mm-hmm. is really the key to me. You know, because anything you do, it, you could be a genius and know everything and not do anything. Or you can just sit down and do a few things and it accumulates and it becomes something real. Yeah. So don't give up and just keep going and take it one step at a time. Great. And no, don't compete. Like yeah. Don't compete with anybody. Just do your own thing. Forget about other people. Just sit down, do what you want to do and what you like. Try to enjoy it. Don't do it as an obligation. And that way the it's fun and it's not a big headache. So. Yeah. Again, it reminds me of the tangle, right? Enjoy the dance. Enjoy the writing. Enjoy the enjoy dance. The right. Yes, exactly. Enjoy the process. So uh, if you were to take out your cell phone and call the 20-year-old mm-hmm. Emma, what would you tell her? <laughs> I would say it's, um, what would I tell Emma? I would say just be happy with everything. Just try to not take things that serious. Just do what you can every day and let leave it to God. If you do the best that you can, you can't do better than that. So do that. Leave the rest to God. Set your goals. Stick to your goals. But if, don't rush it. If you want to do this, you want to do that. Like so many years passed that I thought, hey, that was like a goal a long time ago. And it never materialized, right? And that, I was around 20. So now I think about that. And it's what you think about even when you're young is what you really want. So try to do what you want in life versus what people tell you to do, what society tells you to do. You do what you want and what makes you happy. Because if you do what you don't want to do, 
just because other people say, oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer. All that is going to drag you down and you can't continue. It's going to exhaust you. Do something that's going to fuel your soul so you can keep going and you can have a happy life instead of an obligation um, that you don't want because some people told you to do it. So even if your parents tell you, it, I'm not trying to rebel against parents, but you know more what you want than what your parents tell you to do. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome. listen to your parents, but you don't have to do exactly what you listen to their input and listen to people that care about you, but don't rely on that alone. Rely on your soul. What you feel is for you and go for that. Wonderful. Now, uh, if people want to follow you, and, and I know they could get your book on Amazon, but what's the best way for them to connect with you? Is it Instagram? Well, I had somebody, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok. TikTok, I think, is the best one. Okay. Uh, it pops up easier, I guess. YouTube. Um, I had a, somebody just put me on all the media outlets. So I'm there. But if you just type up my name, either my Yoros, Emma Yoros, or you put Emma McDonald, you don't have to put the full name. It still pops up on uh, Google. Great, great. So, and if you can get us those links, we'll put those in the show notes so people could click right on them. Sure. Uh, easily that way. Now, anything new coming up? Anything you want to tell the audience about? Uh, as it relates to your project? Well, um, right now, I'm thinking of maybe connecting with Barnes & Noble for book signings. So that's probably what I want to do next. Um, I also thinking once the book becomes more popular, uh, I want to make it available for people to get the paintings and some of the artwork. So I'm going to create a site for that. Great. So that will be coming up. No, I and love I think that. that will be fun. Because there is some, you know, really great unique art artwork in here that people I'm sure Thank would appreciate you. on their walls, you know, to be able to hang Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to show yeah. the versions again. Uh, there are three volumes here. Uh, They're all bestsellers and, Emma, it's been a pleasure. This has been an enlightening Thank you. conversation. Um, I, I so appreciate you coming on. Welcome to the American family. And uh, I appreciate I cannot wait to air this episode. Oh, wow. I'm excited. <laughs> Thank so, you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into American Real. Be sure to visit our website, AmericanReal.tv, or search for us on iTunes or YouTube for past episodes. While you're there, please rate us or leave us a review as that helps others find our show. I am truly grateful and appreciate all of your support. If you'd like to be part of our inner circle or want one-on-one -on -one coaching, check out the American Real Learning Academy where we have self-help groups and courses so you can build the best you. We also have a new Facebook group where you can connect with high achievers from around the world. If you want to go even further, maybe you're determined to write your own book or launch your own podcast, contact me today to see if we could help. You can reach me through Instagram or Facebook or email me directly at roger at americanreal.tv. 
Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.